1: All right. Tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. State boys basketball tournament begins down in uh, Lincoln. By the way, talk about a way to start your morning. We're going to have number one Wahoo, a number one seed, and number eight seed Auburn. Jim Weeks getting ready for a 9 a.m. game against Wahoo. Well, hello. Uh, Boys' state starts tomorrow in Lincoln at PBA and the Devaney Center at 1:30 tomorrow. Bellevue West, unbeaten number one, they take the floor against Lincoln North Star. Their head coach joins us now, Doug Woodard, coach. Good morning.
0: Morning, gentlemen. Always good to talk to you.
1: Uh, so how does, you've done this, this is a, I, I, you know, we winning is hard. We don't take it for granted. Uh, but this is kind of a, a routine for you. What's the buildup as you try and make it back to the fourth straight final? What's the buildup once you're in the state tournament prior to when you take the floor for the first time? What's that week like?
0: Well, it's, it's a little different in, in terms of the rhythm of, the regular season of course because you've got the way the boys side of it works you've got a little bit longer obviously than a week weeks time so you got to figure out you got to figure out a way to to kind of keep them interested and obviously you have to give them a a day or two off in there you, you mm-hmm. just you're not going to go that many days in a row and as well as then play three and four days and practice the fourth day and, and, and be in in being a good place so you've got to take some time off and. and Celebrate the year you've had, and but 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 keep their their focus on the the job that's ahead. And it's a it is kind of a long buildup.
2: And coach, with your style of play, and, and this goes back so long of watching you guys sort of dictate the tempo, but the intensity as well. I mean, it when it is when it does come to sort of managing the legs. At what point of the season does that kind of come into play? Because I would think that that's that's probably something that as you guys get into February, you're kind of looking at you know that that balance there.
0: It, yeah, and there and there's some variables, of course. How deep are you? Number one, mm. um, two. What's what's kind of the level of maturity and mental toughness that, that they have? Um, in in three, what's their health? Um, and and those things obviously vary from year to year and you know every coach is trying to to get that balance well can we get to a we always talk about trying to get to a even another level of conditioning than, than what you're in in that week and a half but at the same time getting the rest that you need uh, to recover so you're at a you're, you're at a premium place it's a hard balance
1: you, you've had some great teams and you've had some excellent players I don't know that you've had as many teams that are as deep as this one where you could go 9, 10 deep, and it's not just Josiah at the top or, or Jaden. I mean, we go all the way down. Garcia, Stuvi, Turner, I could go on and on. But when you have that deep of a team and you all have a common goal, the one thing I've noticed watching you play this year is this is a group that really likes each other. So how has that chemistry developed, and what's your thoughts on how good of a, a core this is with their chemistry that is so important this time of the year?
0: Well, the chemistry is probably you know, in my view the the most underrated uh, aspect of uh, of maybe something that separates a team from being really good and or just good and mm-hmm. average and 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 a little below average it's it's that level of chemistry and and uh, if there was an easy answer to that of course <laughs> you you'd, you'd write a book retire and 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 not, not be concerned about uh, the monetary side of things. There's not an easy answer to it. And in the final analysis, it c- comes down to the leaders on the team. And we're fortunate in, to have uh, great leaders in the senior class, obviously in Josiah and Jackson and, and JB, uh, and Josh High and Ramel. our seniors uh, have just been tremendous leaders. And um, the chemistry, when you have – Folks like Josh High and Ramel Woodard, that that their primary job is kind of to, to to work that scout team, but mm-hmm. they come every day and they bring it every day, and they and they give a level of athleticism we usually don't see, you know, to practice against, and and so that makes I think all the younger guys develop it help them helps them develop an unselfish uh, team first mentality.
2: Coach, in a very, very long time ago, when, when you really got this thing going, I mean, talking to early 2000s, I, I had a conversation not too long ago uh, with Marty Levinson, who was on you know, one of those teams. And between he and like Fredenberg and, and some of those other guys, talking about the style the and, and kind of going back to the intensity, the speed, and, and the conditioning that you guys would put into really early in the season and even leading up to the season that, that you know, Marty would always tell me, he would say that at times they didn't know exactly what this would do for them, where this was going. And then when you would get into districts, when you get into state, they felt like the, that fourth quarter was the easiest because they would look around, teams were gassed, but there there always had to be sort of a buy-in. And, and as you've established that that program, as you have established the success and, and everyone has seen the fruits of that labor, I mean, is it, is it a lot easier of a buy-in when you see year in and year out from your guys? <laughs>
0: I, I don't know if it's an easy No, not necessarily. I mean, with, with some folks maybe, but, uh, it's tough. There's a, a, a lot of, a lot of people don't want to work that hard mm-hmm. and, and that's all right. I mean, it's not, it's not for everybody and, and which is fine. And, and, but it's, it takes a tremendous amount of, um, of dedication and toughness and, and, uh, you know, that's not for everybody. It's never going to be for everybody. And, and, uh, uh, some years that maybe has hurt us a little bit, but, uh, uh it's just something we believe in that you, you just have to, uh, you have to be willing to pay a physical price. Yeah. Um, to be able to go through the grind. It's not quite the grind with three and four days mm-hmm. that it was for so many years of three and three days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's, it's it's actually three in less than seventy two hours, depending on your the, the slots of your games. Uh, you you have to be at a level of physical con- conditioning. It can't just occur um, with with minor amounts of uh, uh, of preseason conditioning.
1: Why is this team so good defensively?
0: Well, I I think primarily in and I would say there there might be our at this point to this point might be our our best defensive overall team um I, I think it's because um uh, there's a buy-in from one all the way through the the end of the roster that uh, they have bought into the idea that we are not going to be able to control um shots going in mm-hmm. like you're not going to be able to control how a game's called you're not there's a lot of things you can't control But what you can control is the level of effort you give defensively and and the dedication to the principles you know everybody's got you know whatever defensive principles they have and ours aren't any better than anybody else's and and they're different than some but there's not better or worse it's just everybody's got something they believe in and our guys just really believe in um in in the things that uh um, that are our core principles and um, and they sold out to them, and, and they've they've seen the fruit of it. Even when we haven't shot well, it's kept us there and, and able to be in the game. And then, and then in the fourth quarter, you hope that conditioning comes in.
2: There is a time that if you're going into postseason play, and especially in the state tournament, that an unblemished record would be something that kind of how you treat a, a pitcher of the no-hitter. You just ignore it. You get away from it. You don't talk about it. But with social media, coach and everybody else talking about it, it's it's there, it's it's present. How do you balance? How do you and your staff balance that part of the conversation about this Bellevue West team? I mean, and does it become easier once you get to the state tournament, knowing that hey, guys, uh, one loss means it's you know that's it. We don't we don't reach our goal.
0: Well, we talked about it one time uh, about a week and a half. I don't know, two weeks ago, maybe. At this point, at it may have been a little longer than that, but it, just a, within the last couple of weeks, we talked about it and from the standpoint of, fellas, it, it's so where we're at. We're, we are where we're at right now, we're, whatever it is, twenty six and zero. Mm-hmm. Um, it, we're not going to win the state tournament because we're twenty six and zero. And we're not going to lose the state tournament because we're twenty six and zero. Uh, every team down there now has a mission, and, and it's to be undefeated for three games. Um, what your record is now yeah. at this point is irrelevant. Now getting to uh, you know getting to twenty six and oh is not an easy thing. No, <laughs> it's not.
1: It's not. Very few and
0: a. Yeah, they they've done that uh, that part of the deal, uh, and now every team's in the same boat. It, it doesn't matter. You know, if we got if if we got points, like if if we were ahead ten nothing because we were undefeated, now I would feel a lot better. <laughs> or I guess I feel worse if, if well, it's going to be harder because so you you don't get you you start off ten oh then I wouldn't feel as good but it doesn't matter at this point and and uh, it's I guess it's a neat side thing but uh, yeah. that's all it is.
1: What are your thoughts? You you you're playing Lincoln North Star tomorrow and Lincoln North Star, I, Doug, I I can't recall a time where the Gretna Gym has been as packed as it was last week and North Star went in there and beat Gretna. To get into the state tournament, your thoughts on your opponent tomorrow at one thirty, and and then the rest of the field as you've uh, played nearly all of them.
0: Well, I I tell you what, I mean North Star, What tremendous size, um, athleticism, um, shot blocking ability at the rim, um, with with two six eight kids, and and obviously then um, a, a, a very very good uh, good wing and and a, a really. I think a vastly improved point guard um, uh, they, they've, they've got a lot of the pieces uh, and they look the part. Uh, and obviously that was, you go in Gretna and win. that is a, um, that is a tremendous, uh, and for them, obviously it was a doer, uh, you know, I mean, they either win it or they don't go to the state tournament. So um just a tremendous, um, a tremendous effort on their part. So we, we know we've got our hands full and, and uh, we're going to try to get the game, tempo to where uh, we'd like it to be and and hopefully get into their bench a little bit but um their starting five is tremendous and and um the rest of the field i tell you what there's i mean whether you're on our side and you got obviously east and west side and uh two very similar in some ways in that they're they're heavily guard guard driven and uh east is senior dominated has just had a an outstanding year that's going to be a great game and and uh, Gretna Southeast. Southeast is another team similar to uh, North Star. They're scary because of their size. Uh, they have quick guards. Um, uh, they, they, at times they just look tremendous. And, and then obviously you get to Millard North and, and Elkhorn South. And, and uh, Elkhorn South, kind of a team, was somewhat similar to Lincoln East. They They've got okay. a lot of players that can make plays and they scare you offensively and and uh, Millard North obviously has has just tremendous talent. Uh, younger, younger than they've been a little bit, but uh, just tremendous talent. So uh, there, there ain't going to be anything easy. There shouldn't be at the state tournament. And it should be outstanding three days.
2: Yeah, there's always a. Obviously, the state tournament, you got the best of the best. But when you always look at it every year, it always seems like maybe there's a characteristic for each season because you want to feel like as a team you've been battle tested. You know, for this point. Of the season, you're you know playing your best basketball, but I always feel like every year there there might be you know maybe a run of really good guard play at the state tournament, or there might be a run of you know real good big men. Maybe it's just overall athletes. Just in in the, the 26 games that you've kind of experienced throughout the state going into it, is is something that stands out about the competition? Something that stands out about what kind of has you guys prepared for the state tournament uh, compared to maybe years past?
0: well I, I think one thing is I think there are a lot of these teams and you know I guess all of them in, in many ways have made tremendous improvement um, I think uh, the level of play has really improved as the season uh, as the season has progressed and mm. and then beyond that, I think it's kind of unique in that I think Lincoln has a tremendous amount of really good big men um, yeah. uh, virtually every team and and in this area, I think in Omaha, in the metro area, I think there's a greater concentration of of, of really good guards. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of a um, it's kind of a a different year in that regard. But um, primarily for for me, I think there's been a you just watch film now, and then you 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 think back to the film that you watched in preparation early in the year, and I just think there's been a really 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 good improvement overall.
1: Hey, I've known you for a long time, and 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 I know that people say, well, hey, you're a Hall of Famer. You've won over 600 games, and you say, I haven't, I haven't hit a bucket in a while. I haven't made an assist. It's about the the kids. I love the business. I love the coaches. But there is part of you that the long run at Bellevue West. Have you let yourself go there yet? That when you wake up Sunday morning, the Dotsler name will be down to just one player, and that's the baby of the family, who's a sophomore on the on the girls team that when Josiah is done playing this weekend, that the great run of Dotslers that have played and been so important to Bellevue West in the community and the school and, and the basketball program, that that's going to be over. Have you have you allowed yourself to think about what an impact that family has had?
0: Oh, yeah, I think about it, you know, uh, all the time. And, and obviously, an impact on the court um, as well as off the court and just on the overall program. Um, the only thing... I'm upset about is they stopped at 14 yes. uh, <laughs> you know, they, they could have they could have been thinking about us and, you know, and kept, selfish kept the thing going. But, uh, uh, but no, it's uh, uh it's uh, I try not to think about that though. I just like I tried not to think about um, when 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 Chuckie would leave. I I try to deny reality in those regards. So. Um, but, yeah, obviously just so grateful to, to them. as, And we've had yeah. some other, obviously, tremendous families. You just don't have this kind of uh, uh, of thing without having great, great families
1: involved. Yeah, 14 siblings and 12 of them have worn the uh, purple and gold. One final thing as you brought it up. <laughs> so let me let me ask you from the standpoint, because I've gotten to know the Fiddlers, the whole family over the last couple of years. And you could have sat on your couch on Saturday night and watched Frankie Fiddler, Louis Fiddler, William Kyle the 3rd play. Then on Sunday night you could have watched Chucky play against Minnesota and then last night could have watched William play against North Dakota State. As a uh, as a family guy yourself, what is it like to watch your alums playing on TV after they played for you and you know them so well?
0: Oh, it's just it's fun. It, it, one of the most fun things about it is you you're not as uh obviously competitively invested and, and you probably don't see as many uh warts on them as as when they played for you you just want them to do really well it's kind of like having your own mm-hmm. son or daughter out there and and uh you, you just want them to do well and you want them to stay healthy uh, you know chucky went down here about a week and a half ago and it looked like it could be a, a pretty bad knee deal and you just cringe at those kind of things but but it, no it's it's we're so fortunate and and sometimes we can't catch it. You might have to go to your computer and get it on one of those um, um, offbeat things. You, you won't get it on the on the TV, but uh, well, we try to get it. We try to see as much as we can of those guys. And of course, it's even more fun when you go see them live. But uh, uh, you just want them to do well.
1: Now that that's great. That's a great tribute to your program. Congratulations on the season. I know that it's uh, not over, and there'll be a test tomorrow at one thirty. And as always, Doug, I appreciate your time. Good luck.
0: Guys, thanks a lot. I appreciate all you do.
1: Thanks, Coach. Um, Coach Doug Woodard, Bellevue West, the number one seed. They take on uh, Lincoln North Star tomorrow at 1.30. Unbeaten. I mean, in Class A, it's rare. But the 2012 prep team was, well, they finished 30-0. Mm-hmm. Or the, the central team, I beg your pardon. Then there was the prep team. The prep team in 16 only had one loss. Uh, he had a team that only had one loss. I mean, it, it's very rare to be able to run the gamut. And it wasn't like they played an easy schedule. I mean, they played everybody. Uh, to be unbeaten, I mean they're they're their prohibitive favorite. But if the Lincoln East West Side game will be the best game of the day tomorrow, that's the 3:15 game. The winner of that game gets Bellevue West. West Side has played Bellevue West twice. The last time they played them, the game went to overtime. West Side, if they're really good, they're really good. They're really bad. They're really bad. But if you get good West Side and you get good Bellevue West, that semifinal yeah. matchup, if it comes to fruition. Uh, would be fantastic, but Lincoln East, Lincoln East, Womoha West Side is going to be a f- great four-five game tomorrow.
2: Yeah, the, the uh, going back to the unbeaten teams too, and a team that I, I grew up watching, and you kind of looked at them like gods. And that that was the, the I believe eighty-eight Millard South that went twenty-two and zero, at beat Benson, and uh, you know, Benson had some good players on that team yeah. too uh, for a state title, and it's it's so rare and this is why i always hold in such high reverence no matter what the team is and you know we were talking about is this bellevue west team even you know the best one that that woodard has had but when you're able to run the table even if it's not as deep of a class a or metro area the things that can happen on a night night and night out basis where, again, especially in basketball, and shots aren't falling, maybe somebody gets in a foul trouble, maybe there's a, you know ill-timed injury, whatever it might be. There's so many things that have to go into it besides just being a good basketball team to run the table. It is so impressive. And nowadays, because it is so rare, it's it's unavoidable as far as that conversation. And I remember having the fortune of being a part of a baseball team in 05 with Miller North where, again, social media wasn't that big of a deal. So you could kind of block that out and you know your kids are engaged on that to be able to sort of balance that. It's probably, you know, I don't want to make it sound like it's easier in the state tournament because of the competition, but now you're probably got the ultimate motivation of, like Coach said, doesn't matter 26-0 and right now. It matters if you can get 3-0 and because 3-0 and is going to get you the state championship. So whether, you know, that's been sort of a big burden on the team of trying to block out that noise, well, now you're down to where yeah, you got to keep winning to, to, to uh, ultimately accomplish the goal. So, but again, to even get to that part of the season with an unblemished record, it, it, it that says something. That
1: is that is just truly an amazing accomplishment. Can you name all the Dötzlers that have played at Bellevue West? So they so the family has combined. Uh, Bellevue West has won eight boys and girls state basketball championships. A Dotzler has had a hand in six of them: Josh three Sia. girls, three boys. So Josiah is the last boy. Yeah, Josh, um, then that... the baby of the family is a sophomore, at Bellevue West. Uh, Zail. Okay. yeah, Zayil is uh, the sophomore, so she's the last one. Yeah, I,
2: I've, Josh, Josiah, Zail I did not know about. Um...
1: And Bellevue West girls had a really good year as well. Yep, uh, it's a, it's an That's am, crazy. it's an amazing family. I mean, they're they've, they've they do a lot of great things, uh, mom and dad. But the Dotzler <laughs> dynasty. That's a heck of a run for one I love family. that answer, though, too. Could add more?
2: You know? Well, really, I mean, come on. Contribute well. more to the program. Yeah.
1: I mean, they're <laughs> fantastic, but it'd be okay if you had some more kids. <laughs> Mom and dad are going, and ah, Ron's going, And ah, no, it's okay. Yeah, we're good. We're good. All right, Sam McEwen's coming up uh, here in a little bit. Uh, a little bit later, Darren DeVries, uh, who is uh, very familiar with the Bellevue West uh, program and recruiting. Uh, he is uh, preparing for the announcement on Sunday of where the Drake Bulldogs are going. D-Rock will join us coming up at about 9.30 right here on Mornings with Sharp and Handley on 1620 The Zone.
2: Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4 e or Summit 4 e.